Welcome to the Blessed Sacrament Homilies Podcast, where our mission is to help everyone recognize and experience the presence of God. We hope you are nourished and encouraged by the Word. Thank you for joining us. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Sadducees who deny that there is a resurrection came forward and put this question to Jesus, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, If someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman but died childless. Then the second and the third married her. And likewise... All seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. Now in the resurrection, whose wife will that woman be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, The children of this age marry and remarry, but those who are deemed worthy to attain to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead Neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels. They are the children of God, because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise, even Moses made known in the passage about the bush, when he called out, Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, And he is not the God of the dead, but the living. For to him all are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. Far be it from me to point out flaws in sacred scripture. But you think by the fifth husband, they'd say, yeah, I'm not marrying her. Not not a chance. Well... When I was in my early teens, I started growing like a weed, literally. And I was the height I am now in ninth grade. Thankfully, it came to a screeching halt. But because I grew so fast my athletic ability was a bit hampered. In fact, if you've ever seen videos of a newborn giraffe trying to stand up, that was pretty much me. Now, in spite of that, I loved sports and I played every chance I could. But it wasn't until I got to college that my coordination caught up with my size. And during that period of college, I had some success, and in fact, two of the intramural teams that I played on won the university championships, and I got a little sure of myself. Now, my dad was for sure a really good athlete. In fact, he even got offered a minor league baseball contract back when he was younger, and I thought I was better than him. So I came home after my freshman year, And I ran my mouth a little bit. Shocking, isn't it? And 
I pretty much said to Dad, there probably wouldn't have been any athletic endeavor that I couldn't have beat you at, even in your prime. Well, he just kind of smiled at me, and he waited for the opportunity. Well, he thought, well, let's just check out his coordination a little bit. I know this was going on in his mind. So one day he invited me, you want to go down and play some pool? Now, I played a lot of pool that freshman year, and I thought I was pretty good. So we got down to the Eagles Club in Caseville, and we flipped a coin to see who would break the first game. Well, my dad won the flip and ran the table. <laughs> Let's just say I learned an important lesson that day and started to keep my mouth shut just a little bit more. Well, the Sadducees and the scribes that we hear about in Scripture, and particularly on this day from this gospel reading, kind of were a little bit like I was. They had thought they were pretty smart, that they had understood all of their tradition, all of the Mosaic law, all of their Scripture, that they had it figured out perfectly. And they'd begun to hear that there was this Jesus who was saying some things that kind of went against what they believed. And they were going to make a fool out of him. So they came with this, frankly, ridiculous story of this woman with seven husbands. And they laid it out there and said, so, who's going to be your husband? And Jesus knocked them down about 50 pegs. Because he used the depth of the tradition that they were raised in to teach them some realities about God. And I'm hoping at least a few of them that were gathered there had their hearts changed by what he said. But the real problem was they thought they fully understood God, that they could put God into a pigeonhole, they had it all figured out. And they couldn't see that the depth of God's love and mercy and compassion and care for all human beings was bigger than they could ever think of. And that by putting any limit on that love and compassion and mercy, they were already making a ton of mistakes. And Jesus wanted them to understand that. Well, we always have to be cautious as well, because whenever we put a limit on God's mercy and compassion and love, in our life circumstances, with those people we deal with, with our world, we're making the same mistake. Because God is always bigger than our human minds have a capacity to understand. And God's love is so, when we say limitless, we mean limitless. And there's absolutely no way we can restrict how God can heal our world and love us completely.